Recently, I've been reflecting on the, the many sad things that people are carrying. Some of you have shared your sorrows, um, regret, fear about missed opportunities, disappointment about how things have turned out, mangled relationships, maybe the, the early, the untimely death of someone that you really needed. City living, living in this city can expose you to sorrows, many sorrows. Yesterday at the prayer breakfast, I caught up with uh, one of our fellow believers. Uh, she's visited here before from, from a local congregation. Uh, she had just buried her nephew who was shot, killed in our town recently. Just He was just driving. Someone shot him. There were friends also who came and joined us yesterday at the prayer meeting from another congregation, and not as many of them were able to make it as they had RSVP'd. For them, there had also been a different, an unexpected death and a funeral, so half of them couldn't make it. When you read about Jesus, one of the things it says about Jesus, we're told that he was a man of sorrows. He was often sad. He was acquainted with grief. He cried. He cried when his friends cried at the death of their brother. Jesus wept over an entire city, Jerusalem. So are you sorrowful tonight? Are you heavy-hearted? Are you weighed down with your sadness? It says in Isaiah 53 that Jesus has borne our griefs, borne our sorrows, carried them, And Jesus is saying this. He's saying, I see your sadness. That's one of the things I do as your great high priest. I can sympathize with your sorrows, sympathize with your weakness. And Jesus says, let me help you carry that load. And so at this table, we're bringing Jesus our burdens. We're bringing him our sadness. We're bringing him our sins at Eden. The curse brought us death and tears. At the cross, Jesus brings us comfort and resurrection. Jesus here gives us his sympathy and his salvation. So in this meal, we take bread. And what that tells us is that Jesus loved us so much that he put flesh into the game. And we also take wine. And what that tells us is that Jesus cried so much that he even sweat blood for us. When you take the supper, this is what you're saying. You're saying, I would be swallowed up both in guilt and in grief. But Jesus is going to raise me up and wipe away every tear. He arranged the supper and he says, do this in remembrance of me. And we expect spiritually he's going to feed us as we do it. And so if you know Jesus Christ, if he is your Lord, he is your Savior, he's the Son of God who came and lived perfectly and died as if he was the biggest sinner in the world, and he rose again, and he's your Lord, and your hope is set in him. You come to this table. We invite you to take the supper. If you don't know Jesus in this way, 
but you're here with us. We are thankful that you're here, and we want you to stay here, and we want you to to be with us more. Uh, don't don't take the supper. It's only for people that are connected to Christ this way, who have made a commitment to follow Him, to love God with all their hearts, to love their neighbor as themselves. But stay here, and. Just take in the sight and the sound, and we'd love to answer any questions. And maybe this time, as we're doing all this, this is a time when you can ask God some of the things that challenge you, some of the the sorrows, even some of the contentions that you have with God. This could be a time for you to, to connect with him in a different way. Now, as we come to the table, let's pray. Lord, we pray that you would take the bread, take the wine, and feed us Christ We need that. We need it every week. And so we pray that you would keep feeding us. And we pray, Lord, that you would comfort us, that you would encourage us, that you would fortify us to better do battle with our own sins and to find your love towards us has also grown bigger and sweeter in this Christ loving us. May we feed on that. May you cause that to come alive in our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.